Coming to you from the lovely city of LaGrange, this is Panther Talk, your weekly dose of world news, trivia, and campus updates. I'm Aria, and here with me is Dee Hare. Thanks, Aria. We have a wonderful show coming up for you, including info and updates on CE events and college happenings here at LaGrange College, as well as an interview with Professor Knoll on the upcoming jukebox musical comedy, The Marvelous Wonderettes. Oh, The Marvelous Wonderettes. You know that better than anyone right now. Yes. Uh... Yes, indeed, I am in the show, and we have been working on it for a very long time. So it's going to be great, but I am ready to be done. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's that's the whole that's the two sided coin of a show. You love it, and you want to mm-hmm. do it, but also you're ready for it to be over. Yes, I'm ready to have a life again outside of the Wonderettes. Mm-hmm. That's all I can ask for. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy the last last month of the semester. Yeah. Well. I know everyone who comes is going to love it, so make sure you get tickets for it. Or actually, students come in for free, so yes. don't get tickets. Just show up, I guess. Tell all um, your friends. Or uh, I guess you can reserve. Yeah. I don't know how that I works. Think you I've always reserve. been in the show. I don't entirely know. We can ask <laughs> Professor Noel that when she gets here. In the interview. In the interview. So uh, yeah. that the dates are, when are the dates? March 29th, 30th, and 31st. And the 29th and 30th are at 7 p.m. And then two shows on Friday the 31st at 2 and 6 p.m. Awesome. And it's also a CE credit, so... Definitely get those. Rack up on the CE credits. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we're going to move in into our interview with Professor Noel. Yeah. Well, hello, Professor Noel. Hello! Good morning! <laughs> hello! We're so glad to have you here. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you want to tell uh, all our listeners exactly who you are? I am Kim Barber Noel. I am the chair of the theater arts department and the musical theater program at LaGrange College. I am from Gleason, Tennessee. Mm. I went to Gleason High School. I had 20 people in my senior class, 16 girls and four boys. Wow. And I have uh, been at LaGrange College for 28 years. Man. I started teaching when I was 10. (laughs) That's so slay. And I know you are kind of used to this. You have experience with this uh, talking on air and everything. You, uh, I believe I've heard you were on a radio show. Uh, I was. In college, I was a communications major. So mm-hmm. my first job out of college was as a country music station <laughs> DJ, which I loved. I was Kim in the Afternoon, 105 FM, WALR, your wow. country connection. Wow. So you're a natural at this. You know, I am, but it was in the days when everything was done by hand. Mm-hmm. So we had to do all of our own commercials on cassette tapes. So okay. that's how long ago it mm. was. But it was fun. I'm sure. That's so sweet. All right. Well, upcoming, we have The Marvelous Wonderettes. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, my goodness. I don't know where to start. <laughs> First of all, it has been one of the funnest, for lack of a better word, productions I I think I've worked on, we as a collaborative department have worked on. It is um, nostalgic. Mm -hmm. The the writer, Roger Bean, did an incredible job of weaving together all these wonderful uh, tunes from the 50s and 60s into a story about four women singers who are at their prom in 1958 to be the entertainment, but it's incredible standards. And Aria is also in this production. Uh, In the first act, there are uh, wonderful songs such as Sandman, Stupid Cupid, Sincerely. 
Um, and then in the second act, we've moved ahead 10 years. So it's their 1968 10-year reunion. And the women have learned a lot. They have yeah. grown. They've suffered loss. But they are still together as friends. And it is a rock mm-hmm. act. Heat wave. It's my party. Son of a preacher man, leader of the pack. <laughs> so it really does rock the second act. But what's what's the challenge, I think, for the women is the stamina. Mm-hmm. There are 23, Five. 25 songs, and the women are on stage all the time. Mm-hmm. So they never leave stage. Yeah. Um, it's quite. It will be quite an accomplishment, and we're really excited about it. That's one thing I've noticed is, you know, I've seen musicals, big musical, musicals before, but with only four cast members that don't leave the stage, it's, it's incredibly impressive. I've been doing the sound and working on the sound and loving that and listening. And one thing is I, you know, a lot of people our age probably don't know, think they don't know that many songs from the 50s and 60s, but I've been able That's to, true. you know, you recognize more than you yeah. think you know just by listening to it. So definitely people will recognize more than they think. Students here will definitely recognize more than yeah. they think they know. Well, and I think too, um, I I listen to Soul Town on Sirius in mm-hmm. my car, and so many of these tunes, Aretha Franklin, the Shirelle, the, the Shondells, all of this music... I think, yes, there is a certain generation that we hope will see the show mm-hmm. that know it. But I also think there have been remakes. Mm-hmm. So yes, students absolutely. will think, oh, my gosh, this song. Wow, I didn't mm-hmm. realize that it was in the it was a 50s song or a 60s yeah. song. So so many people have, you know, cut them again. Yeah, and a lot of these songs are also on TikTok all the time. So like Mr. Sandman, I, like the bum bum bums in the very beginning I, I, are in my brain constantly. And I just mm-hmm. see a lot of... TikToks with that sound. <laughs> yeah, and Heat Wave. Linda Ronstadt did a, a recording mm, yes. of Heat Wave, but she didn't do it originally. And it's it was a lot of girl bands, but also guy bands mm-hmm. sang a lot of this um, music. And we've had fun. The other thing about the show, it's not just probably two and a half hours long. Mm-hmm. It's not just that the women are on stage the entire time. For musical theater performers or any kind of theater performers, it is everything. Mm -hmm. It is choreographed within an inch of its life with all that wonderful backup choreography. It's incredible music, but it's also wonderful characters Mm -hmm. who remain friends through thick and thin. They start as seniors in high school, and then they gather again, you know, as... 28-year-olds, and that's the one sort of spark they still Mm -hmm. have maintained no matter what they've been through. So I think the message is also um, timely. One thing I, you know, just me personally is, because I've worked with, you've been my director and teacher and professor multiple times uh, the past three years, but um, since this is a big musical, but I've also been under straight plays and things like that, what's the big difference between directing and kind of shaping a straight play as opposed to a musical? So the thing about a straight play is it's all about the text. Mm -hmm. So the story and the work and the rehearsals are dealing with just text. Mm -hmm. In a musical, you layer in music and songs, and in theory you do that because the emotions are so strong, you have to sing, even though the music, the songs are like monologues. Mm -hmm. And if they have repetitive phrases, it's because saying or singing something once is not enough. The difference for me, certainly with this musical, is the prep time going in Mm -hmm. 
is completely different and much more um, time-consuming because it, it's most efficient and it works best to have everything choreographed. And Aria knows. Aria is the most incredible dance captain for this production as well. So to have all of the choreography done mm-hmm. before the performers come in mm-hmm. is the way we work so that we can manage our time. So, and we're not choreographing on our feet and trying to figure things out. All of that has to be decided. So that takes an enormous amount of hours. Plus, learning this music, Dr. Tony Anderson, our amazing musical director, started musical rehearsals with the women the first week of January. And we've literally been rehearsing this since January because it's some of the most difficult and tightest harmonies yes. on the planet. Very crunchy, like stacked right on top of each other. So it's been it's been difficult, but once we get it, it's like it's so it sounds so good. <laughs> it's glorious. Mm-hmm. But that is also a difference. Because to try and choreograph a song that the women haven't quite learned, or if they're singing the wrong notes, they want to learn the music first and then be able to put the music and the acting with the mm-hmm. moves. So it just takes a lot longer. And you know, there's so many iterations of this musical, which I, I didn't even realize. There's a one-act version. There's a Christmas version. And and I think that speaks to it's timeless. And no matter people's ages, I think they are ready for an uplifting, sometimes squeaky clean, sometimes heartbreaking musical. Mm-hmm. But it's a feel. I think it's a feel-good show, too. Yeah. I think you come out humming the tunes. You're kind of dancing in the aisles. But... To your question, it's just an enormous amount of prep time. Mm -hmm. And you know straight plays, we are working on the text, but we do that work in the space. So we stage them, but it's not as... It's not acting, singing, and dancing all at once. So that's the big difference, I think. Well... One thing I would like to say, do you have anything to say for anyone who may not be a theater major or minor for who may have interest in actually want to participate in future productions? Yes. We, as long as I have been at LaGrange College, and I think I told you, 28 years, (laughs) we have enjoyed and relied upon actors and singers who are students at this college who are not majors because having non-majors And having our minors work with us makes us better actors. It makes us better theater folks Mm -hmm. because it's more of a collaboration. And we welcome singers, actors, folks who want to work backstage. There is always something to do. And I think um, we've done, even in our most recent sort of big collaborative project, A Few Good Men, we had faculty, we had students, we had alumni, we had people, um, town, uh, community people. And I just think the more collaboration you can create and work on, the more collaborative that it is, the more people you reach. Mm-hmm. So I encourage students... Our auditions, we try to announce our auditions. We, we give folks something to read. We have them read scenes with us. There's always an opportunity. And if rehearsals, which are not always every night, it depends on the show, are too time-consuming, and we have so many athletes also participate in our acting classes, movement, drama survey, musical theater dance, we just encourage students to pay attention when the schedules come out. There is always something to do in the performing arts, and we would welcome their participation. Yes. Mm, Awesome. Well, I think we're going to move on to trivia now. Heck, yeah. (laughs) I'm so nervous about trivia. (laughs) All all our guests kind of say the same thing. (laughs) 
They're always so Literally, nervous. I think every single one that we have had has been the most nervous for the trivia. Not even the conversation, the trivia. Because, <laughs> because it's what we don't know. Can get us. Okay, so we have a little bit of theater-themed trivia for you because, you know, you are the chair of the theater arts department <laughs> and all that. No pressure. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm basically just going to give you a question. You guess. You'll probably get it right, hopefully. You've got this I believe in you, and I'll tell you if you're right or not. Okay. So, here's your first question. Okay. In which Broadway musical does Jack sing... There are giants in the sky. Oh, into the woods. Yes. Uh, see, no need to be nervous. Still nervous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question. Which musical features the song, If I Were a Rich Man? Fiddler on the Roof. See? Mm. She's a pro. She's a pro. Okay, next question. Which Broadway star has won six Tony Awards, which is more performance wins than any other actor and makes them the sole person to win all four acting categories. Hmm. Can I get a hint? Is the person known primarily as a musical theater performer or as a film person? Musical theater. It's not Audra McDonald. It is. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it's Audra McDonald. It's Audra McDonald. That's my queen. I stand, Audrey McDonald. <laughs> okay, you ready for the next question? I am so ready. What is the name of Annie's dog in the musical Annie? <laughs> I wish that somebody could see that reaction because <laughs> that was too funny. Um, is Annie's dog, it's not Lucky. No. It's not, I'm thinking all the dog names I can remember. <laughs> it's not Fido. It's not Spot. It's not Harry. What is Annie's dog's name? Sandy. Oh, yeah, Sandy, duh. <laughs> Sandy. That's right, Sandy. That's okay. Shake it off. Okay, you, shake it you off. Got it. You got one more question. Okay. What was Disney's first Broadway musical? Now, this one I didn't know. You know, that's such a good question. <laughs> and I'm, may I ask? I need a hint. So, was it an old school Disney story or is it a more modern Disney story? Was it old school? Old school. Um, maybe it's it's one of their in the last 40 30 years one of their animated movies yeah it's not mm. came out in the 90s it's it? mm. mm -hmm. well the only old disney's i can think of and i don't think it's this it's not cinderella no and it's not if it's on broadway it's disney on broadway <laughs> Yeah, it's not, because it's not, mm, I don't know. What is it? It's Beauty and the Beast. Oh, Beauty and the Beast. Wow, that was the first one? I had yeah. no idea. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because Cinderella was uh, Rodgers and Hammerstein. Oh, yeah, duh. It was totally mm. different from the Disney. The Disney Cinderella. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 Belle. Of course. Yeah. That was good trivia. Good job, Trip. Uh. <laughs> Thank you, Trip, for those questions. Yeah. All right, that about wraps up our interview with Professor Noel. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, guys. I'm excited. Oh, and listen, all of you folks out there, know that it's free for LaGrange College students, staff, and faculty. And it's just going to send everybody into spring break, I think, feeling so good. It's completely uplifting. So I hope folks will come. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Great words of advice. All right. Thank you, Professor Noel. Thank you, Professor Thank Noel. you, guys. Thanks for having me. All right. What an awesome interview. Yeah.
So now I'm going to move into the college tip of the week. <laughs> so, You're really good at these. <laughs> I'm getting it. So this week's college tip is the 24. We all lo- know and love the 24. Mm-hmm. It's a great place to study, grab a coffee, refresher, something from the Starbies, you know, and get some work done. Starbies. I'll be grinding <laughs> in the 24. I got my uh, caramel macchiato or my uh, vanilla bean frappuccino because I'm an actual child and I'm grinding the workout. I get a white chocolate mocha every single time. That's what we like to hear. Mm-hmm. So good. So good. Yeah. Now we're going to move into, into some CE events and different things happening on campus. We got the 3D Journeys Lecture on Monday, March 27th from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. at Callaway Auditorium. The Easter Basket Build, Tuesday, March 28th, 11.15 to 12.15 at, Dick- at Dixon Assembly Room. We got screening of Smithsonian Secrets, Crucifixion Mystery, Ooh. Tuesday, March 28th, 11.15 to 12.15 at Corn Auditorium. The Marvelous Wonderettes, hey. Wednesday, March 29th, from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. at Price Theater. That's the opening night. Yes. Uh, and then we also got Yoga on the Hill, Thursday, March 30th, 11.30 to 12.30 at the Jones Zone. Now, I will be going to that yoga on that mm. Thursday. You will. <laughs> I will. <laughs> We will see. I'm going to make an effort because Lord knows I'm going to need it. <laughs> opening night is always a... Opening night's going to be a... Wait, no. Opening on Wednesday? Yes. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday because then our spring break starts that Saturday. So. Right, right. So this will be after opening night. Yeah, the day after opening night. There will be a certain weight off your shoulders at that point. Yeah, I sure hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm freaking out a little bit. <laughs> Alrighty, well that just about does it for this week. Yeah, so we're closing out our show. So Panther Talk is written by Trip Floyd, produced by Erica Hill and Kelton Hunt, audio engineering by Stevie Nicks, audio editing by Keonthony Sills, audio mixing and mastering by Eddie Montgomery, graphic designs are by Emily Childs, and music by Jacob Broom. And a big, huge, amazing thank you to Professor Noel for joining mm-hmm. us today. You will get that reference if you come see the show. Uh, (laughs) And that is our show, Panther Talk. Thank you all so much for listening. Goodbye for now. Have a good one, Panthers. Bye, y'all.